Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Wow, 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 what a powerful presence in this house. God is moving in a mighty way. The Holy Spirit is here. Can you say with me, Holy Spirit, stay. Holy Spirit, stay. Come on, shout it out. Stay with us tonight. Stay with us. Come on, come on. Decree right now. Holy Spirit, declare it. Open up your mouth and say, Holy Spirit, stay. Stay in this place. Have your way and move in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Manifest yourself in the midst of your people that cry out to you with humble hearts. Hearts craving and desiring a move of your Holy Spirit, God, that may bring change in our lives for the glory of God. We honor you tonight. Amen. I am excited. You may have a seat. Amen. Just give the Lord a hand. Praise, if you will, in this building. Hallelujah. What a powerful worship. God had moved and continued to move in a mighty way. God bless the musicians, the band, and the worship team. Wow. I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of God. Do you feel the presence of God here? I thought I'm Marsha on fire for the Lord. Come on, just bless the people that come up here ready. Amen. To engage and, and connect with the Holy Spirit that he may move in a mighty way. I am excited about this word, but I'm asking God for this word to resonate, for this word to impact people, for this word to bring about change in our life. Not for us to just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. That we can uh, come out of here with a new mindset and transform. But before we go there, I want to just say I'm excited. And we always say this word excited because we are people of God and we celebrate that we are alive in Christ Jesus, and he has been good to me and good to you. I don't know, but has God been good to you? Come on. No matter what's happening in our neighborhood, in our country, amen, in the world, God is still good, amen? He's good all the time. So I'm excited because um, next Sunday is our um, relaunching service, amen? How many are waiting for that in PSL, Port St. Lucie? Amen. And not only that, we are having also, uh, we, we are hosting and we are opening our new Spanish service. Amen. Amen. El Servicio en Español starts next Sunday. Come on, who's excited for, amen, our amazing Spanish group. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the Multicultural Church and that's going to be at 5.30, amen, in Port St. Lucie. El Servicio en Español a las cinco y media, perdón, a las cuatro de la tarde, el domingo que viene. It's going to be English 5.30, 4 p.m., the Spanish service. Join us. Amen. We have taken all the proper precautions. We are ready. We've been trained here. Um, uh, we have all the sanitation stations and all the things that we think that we need um, to just for you guys to be safe when you come out. But at the same time, one thing that we really, really honor and we have is the power of the Holy Spirit. And the blood of Jesus that we decree that can cover each one to come in to worship. Amen. For the glory of God. Amen. How many excited for the, how many are ready for the word? I, I, I want to I tackle a subject today because this is TOC. And TOC, the outside church, we don't run away from things that we need to do. We confront demonic spirit, we confront things that are not of God, and we are true to the word of God and the gospel of God. How many say amen to that? Praise the Lord. So if we need to speak bold, we're going to speak bold through the word of God. Can you get, get, get amen? How many believe that God is able to speak, amen, and it's freely in this house? Amen. How many know that God can speak freely in this house? How many want God to bring down barriers and things that are not his? 
How many know that any stronghold, any demonic spirit of racism, a biased spirit needs to leave? Hallelujah. Needs to leave in the name of Jesus. If it's inside of the church, needs to leave. And it needs to be removed in this world in the name of Jesus. We decree a God that loves here tonight. And I'm excited and I'm going to read my main text if you have your Bible there. And I need you to follow me today. And I need you to worship God because I need you to come in agreement with the word. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Candela. Alawa. I'm good. I'm good. I feel good. I feel good. Proverbs 31, chapter 31, verse 8 and 9. Proverbs 31, chapter 8 and 9. It says, speak up. For those who cannot speak for themselves. For the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. When I say that God is a just God, he is a God of justice. He is a God that cares for your life. He is a God that knows you by name, every hair on your head. God created you, he formed you, and he loves you, and he cares for your life. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter the race you're from. It doesn't matter where you came from. You are created by the God Almighty. He died on the cross of Calvary to give you life and life abundantly. He is a God that is fair and is a loving God. The Bible said that he is perfectly righteous and he treats his, his creation, his creatures with love. That's why he died on the cross of Calvary. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 10 verse 34, God shows no partiality. God, hallelujah, does not, hallelujah, show favoritism. Come on somebody. God is not a, a God of, partial, a, 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 of bias or a partial God. Because there's no third person in Christ. It's always going to be between you and him. Come on, somebody. That's why you're going to be judged. Each one of us are going to be judged. I'm going to be judged. You're going to be judged. Amen. But thank God Almighty for the grace of God and his love. Hallelujah. That makes us whole. And that he forgives us. But God's judgment will reach all of us. It won't skip you and it won't skip me. It will reach us all. He's a loving God. That includes you and me. We cannot ignore the fact of what's happening in our nation, what's happening in our world, what's happening in our city, what's happening inside of our church. Amen. I want to tell you that there's a demonic spirit that has been released in the world of division and separation of hallelujah. You belong to that group and you belong to this group and I don't know who you are and I don't know where you came from. I rebuke that spirit if it tries to sneak into the church. It has no weight. It has no, no room in this house. Hallelujah. Come on somebody. We belong to Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We are God's creation. Equally made by the hands of God hallelujah so we cannot ignore some issues and there are issues that we need to confront as a as a church and as pastor of this church I want to apologize for all, for whoever wanted to hear from me and didn't hear from me but this is the last time that I will take this time of this long period before opening my mouth to decree what God has placed in my spirit fear is not of God Opinions of people is not of God. 
You have to do what God says you have to do, whether people like it or not, whether they agree with you or not. Thus says the Lord. It's not about your opinion. It's not about what you feel or your feelings or your emotions. It's about what the word of God says. Thus says the Lord. That's what we need to speak. So we must speak and not run away from tough issues that we need to confront. And right now there are people suffering and the church has to be an echo, has to be a voice for the hurting, for those in pain, for those who have been oppressed. We have to be the comfort zone. We have to be the place, the open door of safety. We have to be the ones to speak out and say, that's not of God. Because the God that created the world and us is a just God. Come on, somebody. And he, he, sought, he, he seeks justice for those who have been done wrong. And we ask the church have to confront those spirits. Racism that we face daily. There are, we have, this is a multicultural church. Multiracial church. We have all kinds of people here, amen, together. We are trying to do something that the world is against. That the nations are against. That Satan himself is again against. He wants to divide the people. He wants to divide the world. And now the church wants to be divided too. About this is Puerto Rican. This guy is black American. This guy is Haitian. This guy is, hallelujah, Puerto Rican. This guy is from Mexico. No, no, no. We are in Christ Jesus one. But at the same time, we all, hallelujah, have our race and we all have our cultures. And we need to fight for each other for the right of those that belong to Christ and those that need Christ in their lives. It's not the same that you say, you know, I want to say something. Yes, black lives matter. That's right. Pastor said it. They do matter. But you say all lives matter. But yes, all lives matter. But at the, at right now, those who are being attacked are the black folks, our black brothers and sisters. Come on, somebody. Yeah, there is, hallelujah, people going through, hallelujah, deportation and stuff like that. But they're not being killed. Immigrants that are being deported, but they're not being killed. Right now, there is an issue that's been going on. Yes, we know for years, but what is the church doing? The church needs to speak out and say, that's not of God. God says, hallelujah, God is a loving God. God is a God of justice. God is a God of covering. God is a God that gives us life and life abundantly. So, hallelujah. Not everybody feels the same leaving their home and know and, and, and fear whether they're going to come back home. Not everybody can say, I fear, I fear for my life. If, if I go out to work, I don't know if I'm coming home. Yeah, so we as a church need to be sensitive to this. Because we have brothers and sisters in our home that are family members. That are being oppressed. That are being persecuted. And we need to feel that pain. We need to understand who they are. We need to get to their level and, and embrace them. Hallelujah. And say, what can I do for you to help you in this season that you're going through? Oh. Time to call for equal justice under the word of God. For our beautiful brothers and sisters. You know, I'm, I, I'm telling you, I, I, I can take a bullet for my brother, uh, Michael, right here. I, I will die for him right now. If someone was to come into the church and say, you know what? Somebody has to die. I will take a bullet for him. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you. I don't see. Hallelujah. I know who he is. Hallelujah. But I know he's just a child of God. He's created by the hands of God. I'll take a bullet for anybody in this place because that's what we're supposed to do. As believers, we are called to action and confront evil. Anything that is evil, as believers, we need to confront it. God has given us the authority, the power, the Holy Spirit 
to give a discernment and say, that's not of God. We can't just sit, be paralyzed, and have no voice when we are created to be God's voice. Here on earth, we should sound a trumpet and say, that's not going to happen. It's not of God. What are we going to do? We are called to care for the vulnerable. We are called, hallelujah, to call what's, hallelujah, wrong, hallelujah, what's right, right, and what's wrong, wrong. We can't turn a blind eye to what's happening in this nation and this world. And as a church, we have to come together as a community. We, we, we are multicultural, a multiracial church. Imagine that. The devil doesn't want to see brothers and sisters loving each other. Hallelujah. Of all races and hallelujah, all the creed. They don't, he don't want to see you working together. He doesn't want, he wants you to see something else. Hallelujah. And we got to rebuke that. Come on. I need somebody to say, not here, not in the world and not in this church. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody had to come in agreement with me. So the Bible tells took me to Cain and Abel. And the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? And Cain replied, am I my brother's keeper? I come to tell you, yes, you are. Come on, tell your wife and whoever's next to you, yes, you are my keeper. Yes, you're supposed to watch over me. Yes, you're supposed to pray for me. Yes, you are my keeper. If you are a born-again Christian, yes, you are a keeper of your brother. doesn't matter if he came from Africa, from, hallelujah, from Puerto Rico, from Argentina. Hallelujah. He is your brother in Christ Jesus. I don't care if he came from Mexico. He is your brother, Dominican Republic. He is your brother and sisters in Christ. So you probably am I my brother's keeper because that's what the devil wants. He don't want you to keep looking out for your brothers and sisters. He wants to create little groups. And the word um, keeper in Hebrew is shama. It means to keep guard, to observe, keep heed, to protect, to save a life, to be a watchman. Are there any watchmen here that are looking out for your pastor, looking out for their brothers and sisters? Do you care about the feeling of your brother? Amen. Do you care what's happening in this nation? Do you care for those, hallelujah, that grieve and cry alone, hallelujah, because they can't find a resting, they can't find an arm, a hand, an arm to rest on? A shoulder to rest on is the duty of all Christians for, for their brothers and sisters in Christ to guard them and protect them. It's time to care, brothers and sisters. It's time to look beyond our knees and I'm okay, but your brother's not. Woo, hallelujah. We should decide to be a watchman for each other. God said to Cain, What have you done? What have you done? The voice of your brother. The voices of your the voice of your brother blood crying out to me from the ground. You will find that in Genesis 4:10. He says, The blood of your brother is crying out from the ground. I wonder how many, how many brothers are crying out to God for so many injustices for our black brothers and sisters that have been killed by the hands of people that hallelujah, demonics over them with demonic spirits. Hallelujah. They have killed the brothers and sisters. How many blood are crying out to God for justice? For justice. I believe, I believe that when you come against your brother in the church, that blood is crying out to God. I believe that our brothers and sisters, even if you don't pray about it and say, God, I'm being oppressed, I'm being attacked. Hallelujah, the spirit of God in you is crying out to the God. Hallelujah, justice, God. Hallelujah, justice. It's not, that's what the Bible says. It's not your battle. It's the Lord's battle because he's a God of justice. He's a God that will defend you. He will, he's a God that will fight for your rights. Hallelujah. I believe that killing your brother's spirit is a micro 
root of, hallelujah, racism. I believe when you kill your brother's dream in the church, when you kill the brother, hallelujah, hallelujah, soul in the church that you, that you discourage and you, and you bring division, that's a micro, hallelujah, micro root of racism within the church. If you don't care that your brother's hurting, that is racism. If you don't care that the brother is in need, that is racism. Hallelujah, come on somebody. If you, don't, hallelujah, if you can walk, hallelujah, and pass by me knowing that I'm, I'm, I'm heading to, to death and I need your help and you just ignore me, that is called racism and a different way oh nobody praise the Lord now the Bible says that anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love the Lord that he that have not seen don't tell me you love God and you can't even love the brother next to you or the brother because he's another he's he, he he's dark skinned like me you can't relate to me. You can't connect with me because I'm not from your country. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. I need somebody to help me decree right now. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it in the church. I rebuke it from the church and I rebuke it in the world and in your workplace. Hallelujah. We are created by God. Created equal in the eye of God. To love God and you, your fruits are telling me otherwise. John 15, 13 said, greater love has no one than this, that somebody may, that someone may lay his, down his life for his friend. That's why I'm a friend of God. He lay, he, he's a friend of ours. A friend will lay down his life for you. What Jesus did, he laid down his life because he's your friend. Amen. I'm looking for friends that were willing to take a bullet. I'm looking for a friend that will defend my rights and say, no, 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 no. Don't talk to the brother like that. Don't push him to the side like that. He is a child of God. Maybe he's not in the level you are. Maybe God isn't having him in the process, but he is still called by God, destined by God, with purpose by God. He still has a mission and a calling, whether you understand it or not. Woo! Rebo the word took me to Jonas. Jonas refused to preach the gospel because he didn't like those people. Racism. Come on, somebody. Jonas said they, they, they're unjust. They don't deserve the grace. They don't deserve God because I know if I go with this message of, of, of repentance to these people, hallelujah, in Nineveh, they will repent. And God would have mercy on them. And because he didn't want God to have mercy on them, he refused to go. He refused to send a message. To me, that is racism. That, that means I do not care of a nation. I don't care about a people because they don't look like me. They don't talk like me. And they don't act like me. Or maybe they didn't come to Christ like I did years ago. But guess what? God still loves them. And he's sending a message of hope, a message of repentance, a message that you still got to deliver. If you are a child of God, you can't get in the way. Woo! See, some people don't care because it hasn't hit home. Some people can't relate to my pain and my situation, although I'm a believer, because you're not my color. Some people don't relate because their child was never in prison, so I don't care about prison reform. Some people don't relate because, or, or care because, oh, I've never, I'm never going to be deported. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm legal in this country, and I don't care about those people. Hallelujah. Some people don't care about bullying because their child never been bullied. 
But I'm sure that they child get bullied. They want to be an activist. They want change. They want to call out the church. Come on, do something about it. Because my child is going in pain. I need somebody to go. I need the church to build a ministry to, to help the people in prison. How about doing that now for those who are there there? Why you don't care now? Because it's not you being killed. I don't care about immigration because I'm a citizen. Well, the child of God needs to care for those who are oppressed. For those who are, are being divided and separated, children and mothers, you're supposed to be on your knees praying, God, help them. God, send lawyers. God, send people to help them. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Come on, child. Come on, help me out here. I feel the Spirit of God speaking in this house right now. Hallelujah. He's a just God. Un Dios justo, a just God. God does not turn a blind eye like we do. He shows no partiality. It took me, the word took me, when I was doing this message, it took me to, to, to David and, Uri and Urias. David killed, hallelujah, Urias, hallelujah, had, had Urias killed for his wife. Second Samuel 11, it was one of the greatest cover-up attempt that failed. Because the Lord is a just God. Say with me, just God. He's a just God. And I don't care the anointing you carry. I don't care how good you preach. I don't care that you come to church every day. If you got a racism spirit, if you got a division heart, if you got, hallelujah, evil in your heart, that you need repentance, that you need to be delivered by. I don't know what yoke you carry. I don't care the assignment God has given you, but we got to repent daily and say, God, help me see and help me love the people that I got to love. Hallelujah. Help me understand this King David and God sent Nathan to confront him and tell him what he did that was unjust. Because he's a, a God is a defender. And as child of God, we're supposed to be defenders of the brothers and sisters. Of those done wrong, we're supposed to be a voice. Where are they going to go if, we are, if, if they come to, to the church where we have revelation, where we have power and authority? Where else are they going to go? If the church does nothing, where else are they going to go if the church is silent? Where else are they going to go if the church doesn't want to exercise the glory and the power of God and don't believe in authority of God? Where else are they going to go? Hallelujah. Come on. Tell me where else. We have open doors because we believe in a God that's greater. We have open doors because we know that God gives a discernment and revelation. We got an open door because we know that we got a God that can fight any battle and win them all. We serve a God that's just. God could have left that alone. But he said, no. Although you are king, although you have purpose, you did wrong to one of my child, one of my creation, one of my creatures. You did wrong. And you got to own up to it. So if God can send someone to confront a king, he sends us to confront government. He sends us to confront injustice, amen, in police department. He, he, he sends us to say what's wrong in our community. Why would God put us here in Fort Pierre if we don't have a voice to defend those, hallelujah, less fortunate than us. Hallelujah, come on somebody. We got to be a voice. We got to be a beacon of hope in this surrounding neighborhood. Oh, I need some believers that can get radical up in here with me. Come on somebody. Let loose, let loose your praise right now. Woo! 
word took me to Luke chapter 10. Lucas 10, chapter 10, we see the priest and the Levite. We see the Samaritan. The Samaritan at that time was most hated group in that day of the people. They would do injustice to him, all the, to, to the race, to that race of, of the Samaritan. But guess what? When the Samaritan, when the priest walked by, this man in need, hurting, the priest just kept walking. When, hallelujah, hallelujah, the Levite, which is a worshiper, went by, saw this man in need, but didn't care because he didn't relate to him. He's not a worshiper like me. I'm in another status. I'm in another level. I don't care about that. Hallelujah. The priest said, I'm holy. I, I, I don't got time for that, but I'm in the presence of God. Hallelujah. But it took a Samaritan, a hated person, to know what it is to be left behind. A person that knows and have experience about being rejected, about racism, and say, you know what? Let me lift this man up. Let me help this man up. Let me restore this man. Let me bring him up. It wasn't the preacher. It wasn't the evangelist. It wasn't the member of the church that says they love God. It was the man that had. They understood the dilemma. Understood the pain. And that's why we, we, we have to be sensitive and understand the pain of others. Because if we are not sensitive and understand pain of other and what other people struggle with, struggle with and go through, we will just walk by like the Levi. We would, with all the anointing we have, with all the calling we have, we will just walk by like the priests. I wonder how many priests are in here sitting down right now. I wonder how many Levi that have a title but have no love. They have a title but have no passion. They have a title, oh hallelujah, but can't restore nobody. They has a calling but does nothing with the... Hallelujah. Religious people. Oh, but you say, yeah, but the Samaritan just went to help one person. Well, let's go to Moses. God called Moses not just for one person. He called them for a group of people, for a nation. Come on, somebody. For the Hebrew people that were enslaved, that were being oppressed. Hallelujah. By the Pharaoh, and God said, no more oppression. Because God is not about oppression. No more yokes. No more chains. No more slavery. It's time to be free. And he sends Moses to deliver a whole nation. God is sending us to the streets. God is sending us to deliver those in captivity. Hallelujah. Those who are in oppression. Those in slavery. Those that are being mistreated by the world. What am I saying by mentioning these people? If God called them, he called us. Why? Because he's a just God. And he needs a voice. He needs somebody with boldness. Somebody that's not afraid of losing their job. And speak out. Someone that can trust God and say, even if I lose my position in church, that's wrong. Speak for the brother that's being hurt. Speak for the brother that's being killed with the tongue, with the lying tongue, or the present tongue. Just for the Hebrew people, just for, for a particular race under attack and enslaved. It is impossible, listen to me, it is impossible to eliminate racism without first acknowledging race. It is impo it's impossible hallelujah, to eliminate racism without acknowledging race. Being colorblind, being colorblind ignores a significant part of a person's identity and dismisses the real injustice that many people face result, result of their race. We must, listen to me, we must see color in order to work together for equality. We must see color because people are, 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 are being seen by the color of their skin. So if we ignore color, 
although we are one in Christ, we are going to ignore the issue and the situation and the suffering that they're going through. Come on, somebody. First Corinthians chapter 9 says, we find the Apostle Paul says, if, if I have to become, listen to me, the Apostle Paul says, if I have to become a Jew to keep the law that I might win Jews for Christ, so be it. If I have to become a Gentile who did not keep the law so that I can win them for Christ, so be it. If I have to become weak because I have to help the weak and win the weak, so be it. Hallelujah. What is he saying? I have to identify myself with these people in order to save them, in order to bring the gospel. I have to relate. I got to know the story. I got to know the back end of the story. I, I got to know what race, the culture. Who am I preaching to? Paul is saying, I can't just preach like I preach to everybody. Although I am free as a Roman, I'm free as a Jew. I got to still be enslaved in order to help them understand the kingdom. And he says, it's all, all of this is all for the glory of God. All that I have to do, if I have to go down that level and understand them and spend time to hear their story, to hear their pain, to hear, to wait the scars that they carry, well, so be it. Hallelujah. All I got to do is save them for Christ. Are you doing that for somebody today? Do you care enough to lower yourself, lower your standard and say, you know what? I got to hear the voice of my friend. All for the sake of the gospel. He cared enough to dig deep to understand culture, race, and ethnicity. He had, we have to reach all for the gospel. Everybody matters. But not everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody matters. But not everybody's going through the same thing. Come on, say that with me. Everybody matters. But not everybody's going through the same thing. I got to find what's happening. I got to understand what's happening. And I can't fight the devil if I don't know what weapon he's using. I can't find it. I can't fight against principality if I don't know what he's doing. I got to know his technique. I got to know his end of mind. I got to know what he's doing in order to be effective in the kingdom of God. We have a responsibility. We, we, we have a responsibility to stand against injustice, equality for black lives that are being racially oppressed, killed, and left breathless. We have to have, we can't turn a, bl a blind eye for immigration. We can't turn a blind, a blind eye for homeless people around us, for the widows, for the less fortunate. We have to open up our eyes and that we are in a battlefield. This is a war. Thank God that his grace has saved us, that he separated us from going through some things. But there are people in here still going through some stuff that need deliverance, that need protection, that need a word of encouragement. Are you able to give that to someone today? Are you able to see the pain of others? Biblical justice starts with, with the eternal in mind. It starts by seeing people as God sees them. Recognizing that we are all created in the image of God. Justice is important to God. Say that with me. I need you to say that. I need to hear it from the church. Justice is important to God. As God is just and loving, so we are, we are called to, to, to have to be a just person and to love those that need love. What does it mean for you and me? It means that if following Jesus means we have to know him. And part of knowing him is knowing what's important to God. 
We need to follow God, but we need to know what's important to God. And what's important to God should be important to us. What God cares about, we got to care too. What's hurting the heart of God has to hurt our hearts. What's hurting his, his creation has to hurt us as well. We just can't say, I'm good and let everybody else go. No, no. We have to care. We have to rebuke. We have to cry out. We have to unite. We have to form a something that can come against it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So what's important to God should be important to us. Isaiah 117 says, learn to do good. Isaiah 117 says, learn to do good. Are you learning? Are you learning to do good? Not learning how to do good when it's convenient to you. Are you learning to do good for those who suffer and hurt? Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Correct oppression. Look at it. It says correct oppression. It's your job to correct those, correct what's being done to others that is unjust. Bring justice to the fatherless and, and, and plead for the widows. We do not have to look far to see that Jesus is our standard of righteous, righteousness. Micah 6 8 says, He has told you, O man, what is good and what and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk. Humbly with your God. I want to tell you this. Pursuing biblical justice means we follow God's way to make right that which is wrong. And we, we seek scriptures to define what is right. So we have to do our due diligence to read the scriptures and know what's right and what's wrong. And there we will find where, where we're supposed to stand. Where we are spiritually. Why we are not voicing concerns why we are not hallelujah not doing anything for what's happening around us because we lack the word of God we lack understanding of the word of God or we read it and it doesn't pertain to us and we turn the page Ooh, come on somebody justice means loving our neighbors as we love ourselves that is rooted in the character of Christ I'm closing I got 10 minutes how can we say we love our neighbors when we can't love the brother in Christ? Because he is a different race. He doesn't have the color of my skin. Black lives matters. There's a history of racial discrimination in this world against black Americans and African Americans. And it runs deep. Inequality exists today against black lives and all minorities in this country. We are turned away with applications. We are judged before a jury. We are guilty before a jury. We, we are put into prison for no reason. My wife tells me all the time, why, why you get all nervous when the, when the police, when the police uh, uh, car is behind you? And I'm like, why? She's like, you act like you're, you have a record and you're, you're ex this and ex that. I'm like, no, because I've been living a godly life since I was born. And one action by a disturbed or uh, uh, a racist person could jeopardize my, my, my testimony and my reputation in a minute. So I don't know what demonic spirit that person is coming to my car that can turn my life upside down. So anytime I'm going to get stopped, I'm praying to God, God, have your way and make this go away. And, and let me get out of there and say, not everybody face that. Not everybody can face that. And some people face it face it worse. We have, to, we have to call out what's happening. 
What happened to Eric Garner? What happened to Ahmaud Aubrey? What happened to George Floyd? Hallelujah. We have to call it out. There are many other thousands of people that the same thing happened to them, but it was not caught on tape. Amen. There are people suffering within our church. Hallelujah. Maybe that happened out there, but there are, there is, I want to say this right now. There is racism in the church. In the church. Well, I'm not going to be part of that because I don't understand them that well. I'm not, I don't like the, 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 the language, the way they talk. I don't, I don't know. They're from, from what country? I don't, no, no, we can't do that here in the church. I, that's not going to be allowed in this church. Amen. I rebuke that. Any leader that acts that way and carries that spirit will be taken down in the name of Jesus because that is not of God. He's a just God, a loving God. You know, listen to me. These people face this and it could be your child. Think about that. It could be your son. It could be your daughter. They didn't get the education that they needed because how they look or, or, the, or, or, or how they speak. If it happened to you, then you'll care. The Bible is saying you need to care now. You need to care. If you have the love of Christ, you need to care right now. You need to, you need to, you need to examine your heart and say, God, where am I with this? What have I allowed into my heart that needs to be rooted out? Why am I seeing people differently and I'm not seeing it with your eyes? I, I need to see color, but I, that's just to identify the story. That's just to know the story, to know what's, what's going on. I need to know that this person is from Mexico because Mexico, they, 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 they speak different. And the culture is different. And the ethnicity is different. And we have to relate. I have to find a way for them to connect with God in their language. Hallelujah. But one, I know we're one kingdom, but I need to know that the Dominican, what I say in, in Puerto Rican for Dominican means something else to them. I need to understand. I need to lower myself and say, I need to care. I, do you understand what I'm saying? I, there has to be a relationship. It goes beyond this, this, this. I'm a kingdom. I need to know you. In order to save you. In order to help you. I need to dig deep. It's, somebody got to do some homework up in here. God bless you, but I don't know what, you don't know my past. God bless you, but you don't know my scars. God bless you, but you don't know I just got fired because of my, the color of my skin. God bless you. God is with you. No, no, no. I need you to sit down and relate to me. Yes, I need you to know my story. Yes, hallelujah. I came in a ship. Yes, I came, hallelujah, as an immigrant, and God opened the way. You need to know my story. You need to know what God did, and he's still doing for my life. You need to know it. You need to know it. There's no way you're going to attach to me just by, just by passing me by. Like the Levi and the, and the priest. I, I need you to take me in. Take me in. We need to stand. I hear you, brothers and sisters. My, my beautiful brothers and sisters in this church. As a multicultural church. Hallelujah. Multi-race. I, I hear you. Your pastor hears you. And TOC and your pastors stand for you. I stand for you. I stand for you. The system might be broken, but God is not broken. The system might be broken, but God's not broken. He loves you. Stand for your brothers. Stand for justice. God is a just God. 
cry out for justice. Cry out for unity. Cry out for his love to operate in your church and in your life. Stand for justice. Stay standing as I close. Stand for justice. We cry out for justice, but we must be patient. God will judge every crime ever committed. God is a just God and his judgment will be right. Church, God wants more justice in this world. As you stand, worship team, come and help me out. I'm closing. I got, in my clock, I got three minutes. Stand, stand with me. Amos chapter 5 verse 24 says, listen to me. Listen to, this, this, is, a, this is a God word right here. I haven't slept for two weeks. It's been, it's been at least a week to be accurate. Heavy, heavy. Because I need to be a voice. We all got to be a voice, not just your pastor. Amos 5, 24 says, let justice roll on like a river. Let justice roll on like a river. Tell me that God is not a just God. Tell me that he don't care about people. Tell me that he don't care about his creation. Tell me he don't care. He said, let just roll like a river. Woo. As a church, listen to me, those who are watching TOC, as a church, this is coming from your pastors, from the pastor, the senior pastor of this church. As, a church as, as senior pastor of this church, we will partner with those doing the work of social justice in our community. But let us not be confused about our ultimate mission. Our mission is not about picking up another cause because it sounds good, appealing, and it makes us look good. Oh, wow, let's, let's, let's share this video because Pastor is talking about Black Lives Matter. No, no. Our mission is about fully embracing the cause of Christ Jesus. The end goal of biblical justice is seeing lives reconciled to God. Amen. Eternally transformed by the power of God. Because once we, we are able to get people like Paul did and have them transformed, they will see life in a different way. They will feel empowered and not left alone battling what they battle daily. This is why the church is needed. Because we come together and we are mightier together. That's why we have this theme this year. And that theme has not died. Better together. Because together we will conquer together as one nation under God one nation under God through his word hallelujah everybody matters in this church fully fueled by the compassion of Christ we engage in issues of injustice protecting the vulnerable fighting for those held in oppression walking alongside the wounded and pointing them to the one and only one that heals, restores, and saves. His name is Jesus that died on the cross of Calvary and resurrected on the third day to give you life and life in abundance. Come on, somebody in this church, celebrate with me and give God a praise. Hallelujah. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. Give him a praise.